All right, God bless you, everybody. Hope you're doing well. This is the Bible Read Aloud, but this is going to be a little bit different episode if you've been keeping up with us. I mentioned that we're going to do a, a prayer Bible study, and then we're, we're going to go into a, well, I'm going to invite you guys to a live prayer call. So that'll be separate from this podcast, but I'm inviting you, you the listener, to mark your calendar right now, November 22nd, 2020, that's a Sunday, we are going to do a prayer Zoom call um, from 9 p.m. to 9.40 Eastern Time, Eastern Standard Time. What I'm going to do is I'll put the link in the description. Um, if for some reason you can't access the link, message me directly. Uh, you can also shoot me an email, timothytalent at gmail.com. All right, don't hesitate. Don't figure out that you can't access the link last minute. All right, so so get on top of that because I, I can't wait to do this, this live stream with you guys. I want to meet some of you, see some of you face to face and pray with you all. Most importantly, we've been reading, 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 reading the word. Let's pray. Let's grow in that area. So, again, the link to the Zoom call will be in the description. If you can't access it that way, please reach out to me. Message me if you know me on social media. Um, or send me an email. If you don't, send me an email to timothytalent at gmail.com. That's T-I-M-O-T-H-Y-T-A-L-L-E-N-T at gmail.com timothy talent with two l's at gmail.com this sunday november 22nd 2020 9 p.m eastern standard time 40 minutes of prayer via zoom call i really hope you guys can make it that being said we've finished the gospel all the gospels matthew mark luke and john and before we continue into the book of acts which is which is a continuation of Luke. I told you guys we would be learning about prayer and then having that Zoom prayer call. Uh, so for this episode, we will be talking about prayer. And our our scriptural reference, we've already read it both in Matthew and in Luke. It is the Lord's Prayer. But for this teaching, we'll we'll use the the account from Matthew, which is the most popular account. That you'll, you'll see written on like church walls or recited in different media. The Lord's Prayer. But now the Lord's Prayer is to be used as a template. It is not to be recited verbatim. Uh, to expect any real result, to yield any real results. It is a template in which to build off of. And that is what we will look into during this episode. First of all, let us pray. Heavenly Father, God in heaven, creator of creation, we come before you right now just humble individuals ready to serve you, um, ready to receive from you. 
We enjoy fellowship with you. We enjoy your word and we enjoy reading it with others as well as by ourselves. But at this time, Lord, another important, important aspect of our fellowship with you and our worship to you is our time spent in prayer. So, Lord, forgive us of, of all our trespasses, of anything we've done wrong that could distance us from you. And, Lord, guide us as we feast on your bread, which is your word, and as we open our hearts in prayer. Lord, we trust you, we honor you, we thank you, and we love you. We give you all the honor and praise in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, guys. Prayer. Um, shortest way to talk about it, we're just speaking to God. I tell people a lot of time, just talk to God as if you were talking to any other person that you respect. I say that somebody that you respect because God is our heavenly father. All right, you don't, you don't just come at him any type of way. Come with reverence. Come with fear with respect, but know that you can come to him. Don't hesitate. Even when you're wrong, even when you're deep in sin, come to him anyway. All right, come to him with an open heart, with transparency, with humility, and he will receive you and you will engage in a conversation like you've never had before. You're not going to sit there and, and open up the heavens and, and you're not going to hear his voice, most likely. Uh, but he's going to touch your heart. He'll speak to you, especially you who've been listening to these uh, podcasts, you who've been reading the Bible yourself, going to church, you who have the word in you, in your alone time with God, in your prayer. He's going to speak to you through, through his word to your heart. So it might be something as still as, I mean, as simple as you're coming before God very uncertain about a situation in your life and you're not sure what to do. Stress is building up, worry and anxiety is building up in your life. You present that before the Lord and immediately your heart is, is screaming to you to trust in him, to wait on him to be still, to be patient, to think of all his good works and all that he's delivered you from. And that'll bring you such great peace. And now that was a simple example, but it can be, it can be so much more specific. The point is to exercise this prayer muscle. If you have a spouse, you don't neglect to talk to her or open up your heart to her or him. You communicate. Likewise, with God, our Heavenly Father, He wants to have an intimate relationship with you. And we do that by opening our heart and communicating with Him often. We don't speak to our wives or our husbands once a day or once a week or once a month in a group setting. No, we often, often communicate. So, prayer open communication to the Father. Let's read Matthew chapter 6, um, starting with verse 5 
and the caption reads, The Model Prayer. For this, tonight I'm going to be in the New King James Version, one of my favorite translations. I, I do that because the KJV, King James Version, might be something you've heard for the Lord's Prayer, like on TV and whatnot. Thy kingdom to come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Um, but I'm not going to go with the thys and the thous. I'm going to keep it a little bit more simple. We'll use the we'll use the New King James Version, which sounds similar. It just basically removes the thous and the thys and the these, <laughs> these. Uh, either way. So the model prayer, verse five, Jesus talking, and when you pray, when you pray. Let me not commentate. Let me just read it real quick. And when you pray, you shall not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the corners of the streets that they may be seen by men. Assuredly, I say to you, they have their reward. But when you pray, go into your room, and when you have shut your door, pray to your father who is in the secret place, and your father who sees in secret will reward you openly. And when you pray, do not use vain repetitions as the heathen do, for they think that they will be heard for their many words. Therefore, do not be like them, for your Father knows the things you have need of before you ask Him. In this manner, therefore, pray. In this manner, therefore, pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Verse 14, For if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you but if you do not forgive men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. So, let us break it down. That was verses 5 through 15 from Matthew chapter 6. The caption was, The Model Prayer. Verse 7 read, First of all, go into your secret place. All right, go into a quiet place. Shut the door. Be still with the God. Be still with the God. Be still with God in your quiet place, away from distractions, where you can really focus. This isn't easy. It's not easy for me, but it's important. Find a space that you can designate for prayer, concentration on the Lord, meditating on his word, and quiet, peace and quiet. Verse 7. And... Uh, sorry. And when you pray, do not use vain repetitions as the heathen do. Vain repetitions. If we were to just recite the Lord's Prayer over and over and call it a day, that would be a vain repetition. Therefore, we use this as our model prayer, a template, and we, and we build off of it. We build around it. So, he says, in this manner... Um, we pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. That first line is worship. 
our Father in heaven, addressing God for who God is, our Heavenly Father. Hallowed be your name. That means holy. Holy is your name. Our God in heaven who is holy. That is how we address God in prayer. We can spend an eternity right there. More practically, we can spend several minutes or even hours just acknowledging how good he is, how great he is, sitting right there in praise. Nevertheless, that is how we initiate our dialogue, our dialogue with the Lord. An example of that I found in Isaiah chapter 25. Uh, verse 1, this prayer, this prayer reads, New King James Version again, Isaiah chapter 25. The caption is, Praise to God. O Lord, you are my God. I will exalt you. I will praise your name, for you have done wonderful things. Your counsels of old are faithfulness and truth. So that's how he starts it, with praise, with ad- adoration. With honor, with glory. O Lord, you are my God. I will exalt you. I will praise your name, for you have done wonderful things. Your counsels of old are faithfulness and truth. So, back to the Lord's Prayer. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Start off with worship. Praise to the Lord. Acknowledge God for who he is. Verse 11 Give us Uh, Excuse me, verse 10. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Jesus, when he arrives on the scene, repent, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Your kingdom come, he's here. The Lord Jesus, when he came, the the kingdom arrived with him because the kingdom is in him, through him, with him. He's He's a part of it. Jesus is a part of the Holy Trinity. And when he came to redeem man, the kingdom arrived. The kingdom is here, the kingdom of God. There's many teachings that dig a lot deeper into that. Um, but point being, we look to Jesus if we want an example of what the kingdom of God looks like. Ooh, there's a scripture for that. I'll pull it up. Kingdom. I encourage you to do this. If a part of a scripture comes to your mind, type it into Google. Google will find it for you. Kingdom of God is righteous. So, this is Romans chapter 14, verse 17. New King James Version again. For the kingdom of God is not eating and drinking, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. All right, Jesus was righteous, full of peace and full of joy. My peace I give to you. These things I do that in me your joy may be fulfilled. Um, I have come that you may have life and life more abundant or life to the fullest. John chapter 10, 10. All right, the kingdom of God has arrived. It is in the person of Jesus Christ. So, verse 10 of Matthew chapter 6, Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. 
I also referenced Luke chapter 22, verse 42. It says, uh, Father, this is Jesus speaking, in the garden of Gethsemane, when he's about to be crucified, arrested, when he's about to be arrested, he, re he says in his prayer to the Father, Father, if it is your will, take this cup away from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done. So, verse 10 from the Lord's Prayer, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Jesus, again, our example, prayed to the Father asking that his will be done. His thoughts are higher than ours. His ways are higher than ours. His will is better than ours. Genesis chapter 2, verse 15. So Genesis chapters 1 and 2 speak on the creation of the earth. And God created everything, created the Garden of Eden, and placed man in it. Chapter 2, verse 15, it says, Then the Lord God took the man and put him in the Garden of Eden to tend and keep it. So remember that when he created creation, he said, indeed, everything was very good. Heaven on earth. God in heaven created earth. Blessing it. All right, the two, the characteristics from heaven were reflected here on earth in this place that God created. Eden. All was good that God made. Everything indeed, was very good. So, when we pray to the Father, we're praying to return to a place of Eden. In a spiritual sense, but also in the physical, because by imitating Christ, we can bring, we can, we can, um, we can move the kingdom here on earth. This is a fallen earth because of sin. But when we imitate Christ, when we walk in Christ, the kingdom spreads. The kingdom of God, that righteousness, that loving our neighbor. All these things that were ruined by sin. So, your kingdom come. Your will be done. Verse 11. Give us this day our daily bread. Not just our bread, but the things we need. God knows our needs. Food, clothing, shelter, love, compassion. Give us this day our daily bread. Philippians chapter 4 verse 19. Paul the apostle writes, And my God shall supply all you need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Father, give us this day our daily bread. Verse 12, And forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. For that, let's go to Psalm chapter 32, verse 5. Psalm 30, I gotta pull it up. Thirty-two, five. 
Psalm 32, 5 reads, I acknowledged my sin to you, and my iniquity I have not hidden. I said, I will confess my transgressions to the Lord, or my sins. I will confess my transgressions to the Lord, and you forgave me, and you forgave the iniquity of my sin. Confess to the Lord. Don't go into prayer or fellowship with something on your heart and expect to be in a clear, in the clear with the Lord. God knows all, so confess to him. James talks about confessing your sins to the Lord. Don't hold back. You might hold back from mankind, try to reserve everything from other humans, keeping everything to yourself, but you cannot hide and we should not withhold these truths from the Lord God. If there's anybody you're going to open up and be transparent with, it should be God. So don't come to the Lord with prayer, talking about, I need this, that, and the third. Oh, I worship you. I praise you, Lord. But you over here hiding this sin in your heart. Confess that to him. If you're not sure, it doesn't hurt to just be like, God, please forgive me of any hidden sin or secret sin or anything within me that I haven't acknowledged that I've done or thought or said that wasn't pleasing to you. Forgive me of any of that as I forgive those who have sinned against me. And that, that second part is found in Matthew chapter 18, verse 21 and 22. One example. Mind you, we can find examples of all of these passages all throughout. I'm just pulling up a few. Verse 21 of Matthew chapter 18. Then Peter came to him, to Jesus, and said, Lord, how often shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him? Up to seven times? Jesus said to him, I do not say to you up to seven times, but up to 77 times. Really, Jesus was saying, always forgive. Always forgive him. As your Father in heaven has forgiven you, so you should forgive. That is actually in verse 14 of Matthew chapter 6, where we're reading from. So after the Lord's Prayer, Jesus goes on to say, For if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. Who are we to be unforgiving to our brother? When the Lord has forgiven us of everything, as wicked as we are, let us not be hypocrites. Verse 13, and do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. I referenced James chapter 4, verses 7 and 8 through that. More, it's more of a, uh, an example of how to not fall into temptation and how to be delivered from the evil one. One example, uh, verse 7 of James chapter 4 in the New King James Version. Therefore, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. All right, so we're asking God to not lead us into temptation. And to, de- and to deliver us from evil. 
Well, then we need to submit to God. And we submit by opening, opening, openly surrendering our ways to God, asking that his will be done, um, devoting time in prayer and acknowledging him in all of our ways, surrendering to God, submitting to God, understanding that his ways are better and adhering to his word, trusting in him. So we submit to God and we resist the devil and he will flee from you. So submitting comes first. Draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Even right now in this prayer, even together, we are drawing near to God. Where two or more, where two or more are gathered together in his name, there he is in the midst. For those of you who do not quite know if you believe in Jesus, say hello. He is here in the midst. Glory to God. So, then it ends with, for yours, and a lot of, um, a lot of times this is left out of the Lord's Prayer like on necklaces, you'll see it on necklaces, different jewelry, written on church walls, recited in movies and TV shows. Within, when they say the Lord's Prayer, a lot of times they leave this part out. This is one of my favorite parts. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. So we end with more adoration, more praise. One example that led me to was Revelation chapter 7, verse 12, which reads, Amen. Blessing and glory and wisdom, thanksgiving and honor and power and might be to God forever and ever. Amen. Amen. So that is prayer in a big old nutshell. Um, like I said, grow in that. Find other scriptures and examples of, of characters praying in the Bible. Pray the word because God's word, God stands by his word, his word, his will, his promises. They're true. Um, so stand on his word and as much word as you can apply to your prayer, the better. Be intentional with your prayer. Be bold with your prayer. But don't be hypocritical with your prayer. We don't do it to be seen by people. We don't do it to look self-righteous. We're not going to flatter God with our beautiful words and our repetition. He doesn't want the repetition, the vain repetition. It, it, it's a very in, intentional approach. To um, Bible says pray without ceasing. I don't pray. I cease. I cease many times, <laughs> but I thank God that as of recent, he's just put it on my heart. And it's, and a lot of it is me being intentional to address him often. And I got to shout out my brother, Cedric. Not sure if he, he, um, listens to this. Maybe he will, but my brother Cedric, we were hanging out. It's been a minute since we hung out. 
This guy told me his life story for the, for the year of 2020. I loved every second of it. He was going in. And um, through all of it, the biggest takeaway I got from it was to acknowledge the Lord in all your ways, which is, the script, which is from the scriptures, Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 and 6, verses 5 and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. So that's been a ringing in my heart and I've been intentionally practicing it. Acknowledging the Lord is just praying. In all your ways, acknowledge him. Pray without ceasing. Speak to God as often as possible. I'm going to work. Praise God. Thank you, God. I got a job. God, keep me in my ways. Open doors for me to witness. Help me to speak your word boldless, boldless, boldly, um, with grace, with patience. Help me to be apt to teach. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. Your will be done in Jesus' name. Acknowledging him in everything. God, I, I'm nervous right now. I don't know why. I pray that your peace is in me. Heavenly Father, that your peace may remain in me. Peace I give you. My peace I leave with you, as Jesus said. Lord, I need that peace right now. For some reason, I'm nervous, I'm anxious, and I need your peace. Please be with me, Lord, in Jesus' name. Little things all day. Father God, my mom just crossed my heart. She was bothering me the other day. We got into an argument. Let me pray for her real quick. Heavenly Father, please do a supernatural work in my mom's life. Reveal yourself to her in spirit and in truth. Your wisdom, Lord, reveal your mysteries to her, that she may know you, that she may draw near to you, that you may draw near to her. I thank you, Lord. Your will be done in Jesus' name. In all our situations, guys, acknowledge the Lord. I pray that just, that, just as it has been placed on my heart to intentionally do this, I hope the same with you. Grow in your prayer and grow in your relationship with the Lord and grow in your fellowship with with your fellow man and woman. I love y'all. I hope this was edifying. Once again, November 22nd, 2020, 9 p.m. Eastern until 9.40 p.m. Eastern. Zoom, prayer, live. Hope you can make it. Link in the description. Message me. If not, email me if you need to. Timothy Talent with two L's at gmail.com I love y'all please reach out join me for prayer prayer is extremely important I'm knowing that I'm understanding that more and more and more and more and more love y'all God bless you peace